what drama school never gave me. Once upon a time, I was listening to a wizard, John Danaher. He was talking about the moment he realised why jiu-jitsu was dominating the mixed martial arts scene in the early 90s. I promise you this has got something to do with acting, so just trust me. <laughs> okay, uh, for thousands of years, people argued over which martial art was most effective. So boxing, wrestling, judo, sumo wrestling, Muay Thai, Kung Fu, Karate, Tai Chi, etc, etc, etc. So, you know, people arguing over, nah, my sensei could beat you with this, and nah, I've spent years meditating in a cave in the Himalayas and I've got a secret touch of death and blah, 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 blah. So the argument ensued. And eventually, uh, in the early 90s, which was just this incredibly um, important time in, in mixed martial arts history, but they finally began placing two people from different martial art backgrounds uh, in a ring for the ultimate reality check. And very quickly, they found the answer to the age-old question. So, which martial art was most effective? Jiu-Jitsu, which translates to the gentle art. But why? So, back to Danaher. Um, one night, he was scribbling with his pad and pen. Why is Jiu-Jitsu dominating? Many martial arts have takedowns. Many martial arts have submissions. So, what makes Jiu-Jitsu special? And then it clicked. Whilst other martial arts had technical moves, jiu-jitsu had a system, simple steps, one, two, three, four, and you've submitted your opponent. And at any point, if things aren't going your way, you can just disengage, start again, clear and simple system, not necessarily easy, but simple. And simple means sustainably doable. When I heard this, I... This really got me curious. Uh, three years of drama school, ten years of experience in the industry, hundreds of classes, thousands of dollars working privately with coaches. And yeah, they gave me techniques. But those techniques were for the same areas. Um just over and over again, how to warm up my voice and body, how to analyze a script, how to break down a scene, etc, etc, all obviously important. But when I looked at everything I did as an actor, holistically, uh, on the daily, every day, over the course of an entire year, every year, I realized I was only taking care of a very small part of being an actor. Um, and neglecting things that uh, I believe to be very important. So to clarify, what's the most important problem here? No one ever gave me a system for having an acting career. I made some changes. I got my pen and paper out and scribbled some things down and I created a system for having an acting career. And I went from sleeping on a wet mattress to being nominated alongside my heroes. The six-stage system. Um, so as I'm saying this out loud, just imagine it on a piece of paper um, in like a cycle, like a flow chart. You know what I mean? Okay, number one, practice. 
Number two, opportunities. Number three, game plan. Number four, game day. Number five, sharing. Number six, waiting slash living. Number one, practice. Actually get better. Am I going to practice, so class or a private session, in order to get better? Or am I going because I simply want to get approval from a group or a teacher, which is absolutely fine, right? I'm a human being. Our species has survived because of connection, so it's built into our systems. But I at least want to be aware of my intention before I spend money and walk into that room. Here are some things which uh, I think drastically influence the way uh, that I practice. So one, learning about the human brain, why it protects itself, uh, and developing a growth mindset. Two, learning about the training practices of my favorite athletes and artists, and stealing, stealing, stealing. So some areas of focus here. What are the most important problems that I have, right? What's actually worth spending time and energy working on? Uh, What's my system for responding to pressure, fear, and how can I practice it? Uh, Specifically about classes, why that class? Why that teacher? Uh, Working privately with coaches and teachers, um, why them, how to choose uh, those individuals, and finally, how to replace fixed thinking with a growth mindset, just pivotal. Number two, opportunities. So uh, what do I mean by opportunities? I mean specifically um, auditions, callbacks, meetings, um, chemistry reads, test deals, etc etc so am I walking out of opportunities feeling like I actually gave the work I truly wanted to give or am I walking out wanting to find the nearest inanimate object to kick and punch because I held back succumbed to fear and compromised my work so some areas of focus um so what is my system for an audition what is uh my system for a self-tape um what about callbacks? What about test deals? Um, what's, what's your system for a meeting? Um, and are these, uh, are they the same systems for um, the same areas or uh, are you adjusting your systems dependent on um, whether it is an audition or a callback? How are you approaching those things differently, etc., etc.? Number three, game plan. So preparing to play. Got the job, freaking awesome. Now what? Ugh, uh, the amount of times I have gotten a gig and rather than celebrating, I just felt a gross gulp in the back of my throat. Um, complete overwhelm, like, dear God, what do I do now? Um... So one of my favorite questions to help bring clarity and and honest action in these moments, what do I need to do 
in order to get where I need to get so I can give what I need to give. So some areas uh, to explore here. Character, right? How are you building your character your way? The logistics, uh, what do I have to do in between now and the first day on set so that everything falls into place as smoothly as possible? Um, support team. So if you're the head of the department for your character, uh, who's your support team? Um, whether it's agents, managers, coaches, voice coach, assistant, um, family, etc., etc. But basically, who have you got around you um, supporting you during that time? Uh, MIPs, so most important problems. So what are the most important problems that could arise and how will I deal with them? Um, and going back to the logistics, uh, I find that... Um, uh, this might sound odd, but, um, I think on a, I've had a number of jobs where I've put so much focus into the work that, uh, the things that end up throwing me at the end of the day are things like laundry and groceries. Um, it's like those little simple things that, uh, because I'm so, I'm just caring, uh, or focusing so much on the work. Um, there's these other areas which just completely slip um, and, uh, and end up uh, throwing me off track. Um, and finally, just to-do list, right? So learning how to prioritize things. So using things like 80-20 principle and um, Eisenhower matrix. Number four, game day. My... First few jobs out of drama school, uh, I would just exhaust myself in those first like 72 hours on set um, because I was so afraid of, of being terrible, uh, which is understandable, but it's just not very sustainable. And the work would inevitably suffer. So how do you give your work with joy with ease all day, every day for weeks or months on end. Um, so some areas to focus on here, rest, just think of, uh, uh, Ronaldo saying, Hey, you want to play good, sleep good, uh, warming up. So how to do this sustainably and effectively when you're filming 14 hours every day, um, energy management. So how can I give my best on cue all day, every day? Um, rituals. So how do you shift into gear when you actually need to? Um, and also, you know, when you've been waiting seven hours on set and tired and cranky. Um, and again, MIPs, so most important problems that may arise and how will you deal with them? Uh, yeah. How many times have I shied away from that difficult conversation on set and it's made things 20 times harder in the long run? Number five, sharing. So giving the work to the world. I've spent uh, a lot of time in denial on this point. So the last few years have kind of been a wake-up call for me. Simply put, the more people who are watching the work I'm in, 
the more opportunities I'll get to actually keep working. Um, I, 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 I still find this, um, uh, there's a little friction point here for me, but it's, it's something that I just have to, um, keep leaning, I guess, into the reality of the situation, which is I'm in the business of acting. So regardless of how much I might want to, uh, you know, cliche things like, ah, oh, just be an artist. I would like to be an artist sustainably for a long time. So the reality check here is that Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't get the Oscar unless he goes on Oprah and shares his story of how he found Lincoln's voice. Okay, because then there's a story to sell um, and more people go watch the work and he gets to go work again when he wants to or retire or whatever, make shoes. Um, but what's the most important thing here is that he shares the work his way, right? He does him, which to me is the real trick. So how can I share my work my way? Yeah, how can, how can you do media your way? Um, definitely a question worth, worth pondering, um, as someone who's not on any social media, um, it's, yeah, a very interesting point. So some areas of focus here would be onset media, photo shoots, short form interviews where they basically just want a bunch of pretty sentences, uh, cut together, uh, long form interviews, um, red carpet stuff. Etc. Etc. Number six, waiting slash living. So, uh, an important person in my life. Uh, she used to be a surf lifesaver, and uh, one day she was telling me how to avoid drowning in rips. So most people think there are only two options when they're feeling overwhelmed and out of control, which is sink or swim. Um, but there's a third option. Floating. So sometimes the most helpful thing can be to just lay back and focus on the breath. Uh, but this requires some responsibility, right? The ability to respond, not react to what's going on around me. And this got me thinking, um, if I want to have a long career, I'm guaranteed to be waiting, right? For weeks, months, even years. That waiting is just such a such a big part um, of of our industry, uh, particularly for actors. So, how does one float? How does one wait? Uh, how does one wait well? So, regardless of no acting work coming in, regardless of what's currently hot or not in the industry. Regardless of that director taking months to make that decision which seals your fate. Regardless of those investors pulling out, causing the film to be put on hold again. How do you wait your way? So some areas of focus uh, here would be following your curiosity. Um, taking care of those golf ball areas of life. So wealth, health, connection, environment, contribution, etc., etc. Um, another big area to learn how to deal with is, is dealing with, uh, the failure with the rejection. 
You can definitely hear my next door neighbors. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll leave it there. Um, thanks for listening. I hope you get something out of this. Uh, I have a weekly article called Start Again Mondays. So if you want, just head over to michaelsheesby.com forward slash articles and subscribe. Um, also really love hearing from actors. It's been uh, really wonderful um, hearing people reach out. So uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to me at info at michaelsheesby.com. Cool.